persistence culture. Persistence, firm or obstinate continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. Culture, the customs, arts, social institutions, and achievements of a particular nation, people, or other social group. Keep moving. This is Persistence Culture. We are a lifestyle brand changing lives all over the world. I am your co-host Mambo and we got your host Jason. What up, Jason? Yo, yo, what's going on? Persistence Culture Familia listening out there. Mambo, how you doing, bro? Man, you look very, uh, I think it's the flannel. You fit the you, you fit the season, bro. <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I'm not usually in a flannel all too much, and and VC you usually don't have to wear it too much. But yeah, caught me in my work gear, and uh, yeah, rocking the flannel today. There you go. Uh, man. But we're also rocking an incredible guest in the building today, an absolute stellar guest. We have Persistence Cultures CrossFit coach, certified nutritionist, lead online crossfit coach and just all around incredible human being christine carlson but best known as coach flex is in the building how you doing christine how's it going doing amazing thank you for having me i'm, I'm so excited yeah i'm i'm very excited not only to have you on the show but just have you in the in the county since you moved away i've missed seeing you in the in the box so super stoked that i got to do some classes with you this week and now get to do the show with you Perfect. Yes. Making a trip here to Cali from Arizona. Yeah. How was the, how was the drive? I, I remember you mentioned that you made it all by yourself this time. Yes. If anybody knows me knows that I do not like to drive. I get super sleepy when oh. I drive. <laughs> not a good combo. Not, 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 not a good combo for the freeway. No, very dangerous. Very dangerous. Um, but to tell you, um, I actually listened to some podcasts that I had to catch up on and got me through the drive. I listened to three and it was a breeze. Sweet. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad we gave you something good to listen to, yes. and I'm glad uh, you didn't didn't have any uh, sleep issues on the road on the way over here. Good thing you guys were not boring, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's a good. That's a good sign. If you would have fell asleep, then I would I would have felt bad about that. But so speaking of you being a CrossFit coach in the gym, and I absolutely love your way of training and your way of coaching. I'm I'm curious to when your journey in fitness and fitness began. How long has fitness been a part of your life? Wow. So, I am 43. And don't um, look a day over 21. <laughs> um, thank you. Um, so 43, actually, I was never really too active as a young adult. My thing was the clubs and yeah, you know, the young adult thing, yeah, the young adult thing. So <laughs> I wish I got into fitness a lot um, sooner, but my journey started probably about six years ago, totally against CrossFit. I mean, my, you were? Yeah. I never would have. <laughs> I could totally not have imagined that. Um, so me and Mike started working out. At the global gym doing our thing. I had a little routine. We were about to get married. So I had a um, a personal trainer. And he was like, let's go try tr CrossFit. We had a friend that was into CrossFit. And I'm like, no, no, no. I got my own thing going on. I'm uh -huh. on the treadmill, uh -huh. the elliptical, doing my own thing. And so I was against it for like six months. And he did his thing, went to CrossFit. And then he kept trying to get me to go. And finally, I gave in. Did a foundations class is what it was called at that time. Had an amazing, amazing coach um, that actually is one of the reasons why I actually probably became a coach because he kind of like stuck with me. But I started it. Um, kind of a little back story of it. Yeah, give um, it to me. At that time, me and Mike kind of had, we just got married. Cool. Okay. Six months in, kind of had some issues, you know. Then I was already in my foundations class, and then I stopped going. 
I was like, I'm done. I'm not going to be at the same gym as, you know, like, it was just, uh, okay, got it. Me and Mike have been together for a long time. So shout out to Mike. What's up, Mike? <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> we are, <laughs> things are amazing now. So yeah. it kind of gives you a backstory of kind of how it went down and why I'm so passionate about it. So, you know, th- separated, um, stopped going to CrossFit. You know, I didn't finish my foundations. Oh, no. No. This coach would text me and be like, just come in, just finish the foundations. Let's just get through that. And so finally I went back. Long story short, me and Mike figured it out. You know, got our. Very glad that you guys did. You guys are together, amazing I couple. Guess yeah, no, you guys are great. <laughs> so a lot of changes at that time. Um, we stopped drinking, which was kind of one of the biggest things that cause a lot of issues in our can image. always be a, it's always a catalyst for, <laughs> for 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 good times and bad times right exactly so, works on both sides of the fence usually so i you know thankful for that change that he made and so it was kind of that's how our crossfit journey started so cool. we both you know we got back together got into crossfit and then i just i felt i was hooked i was hooked from that point on and just kind of how it changed um you know I told you this, right? I'm very emotional about this. Hey, <laughs> let it out. So that's why I hold it so near and dear. And I'm so passionate because I feel like it's helped me in so many ways. And no one, you know, knows everybody's backstory or what yeah. they're going through at that time. And and that coach kind of knew that I was going through something. And, and shout out the great coaches like yeah. you. I'm super right. glad that you had an awesome coach like yeah. that because it, it turned you into another awesome coach and we were kind of touching on the subject last show on how like to me coaching is one of the most like noblest things that you can do because usually it's either a part-time or a second job Mm -hmm. or just straight volunteer time so without the without people doing that then there's not coach flex you know and then there's not the next coach and then there's not the next one and eventually society would be screwed without the awesome coaches like (laughs) you when did you know uh, you wanted to be a coach it was probably about a year into crossfit like I really wanted to get into it to better myself right. as a athlete, like just getting to know the movements. And so I never really went into it right away about wanting, it wasn't about coaching at that time. It was right. just making myself better. And then once I got my certification, um, I was asked to coach and um, at the gym. And kind of I've, I've coached at another a couple gyms you know mm-hmm. we all met like Gage and Christian and we were all at one gym this is how it all started right uh-huh. um, so I kind of ventured off to kind of expand because where we were at I never had any like I was never going to go anywhere and grow as a coach couldn't so see the couldn't see the full picture happening there. no 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 I needed to kind of experience and learn more and just kind of get out there and I I did do that and learned a lot and met amazing people and I think this is kind of where I found how much of an impact I had made in <laughs> oh my gosh give me a minute I'm you'll sorry. get you'll get you through it sorry. come on come on come on I, I told myself I am not going to get emotional I'm not but it just kind of made an impact on um, people's lives and I didn't realize that until I had left that gym I had so many people well, brag that much. So many people. <laughs> I had quite a few people that had, um, you know, messaged me and like long messages, just kind of and people that surprised me that I didn't really think that I had made an impact on their lives. So it was really, really cool and humbling. And, you know, that is so just awesome. exciting. So I think at that point I was like, OK, this is what I want to do. I did have a full time job before I made, moved to Arizona. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I would coach in the morning, work, 
coach at night and that was my best time of my day was when I was coaching. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, and you can, you can feel it. Like when you're in the gym and I'm doing one of your, your classes and I know that every single member that's done a class with you at persistence. And if you haven't, she's online. So of course you can always do, yeah, come see me you online. can always do a class with coach flex. Um, to me, I just, I just feel, I just feel pumped up. I feel motivated and I just feel like, I guess the proper word would be the care behind your coaching. Thank you can, you. you can really sense that you want people to succeed. And one of the one of the, like the common threads that I've noticed from a lot of the coaches that have been on the show already, their first coach was Coach Flex. So I was always I was always wondering who that first coach was that created Coach Coach Flex because all the awesome coaches that are in persistence culture all have strong ties to you, and I can easily see why. Yeah, it's been pretty awesome. You know, Gabby was. Um, I know I listened to her podcast too, and she had mentioned that yeah, it was her first coach. I remember that day too. Yeah. Looking at this beautiful, strong woman, like <laughs> coming in, she was awesome. It was really cool to see how str- I'm super strong. When she first came into the gym, we were like, "Did you see that girl back squat all that weight?" It was like, she's awesome. And Joel, you know, we've known Joel for a very long time as well. She's amazing. I'm super stoked about her journey as well. She's doing amazing things already, and you know, you just she's just going to grow from you know from this point on. Yeah, you got to be yeah. you got to be proud of that. Oh, for sure. Yes. So what was it at first that intimidated you about CrossFit? Why were you, why were you hating on, hating on CrossFit versus anything? Cause I, f- I think it's interesting. Cause I, <laughs> for me, it was, I'm not an Olympic weightlifter, you know? So I don't, I don't know. What was it against? I think it was just the typical, like, oh, you're going to get hurt. All they do, all those crazy lifts, you know, you know, getting all those big muscles and well, you know, nickname is flex. So now I'm like <laughs> bigger the muscles, the better. Right. Just the typical, just, you know, weightlifting and lifting heavy weights and the stereotypes that I think everybody has kind of. Totally. That was my stereotype. And, but I didn't know that there was 25 scales down. So I I don't have, (laughs) I don't have to come right out the, I don't have to come right out the gates ready to, ready to compete with everyone. It's cool that there's scale. So everybody can be part of the same class. I think that's the amazing part of CrossFit. And that's one thing I love to make sure that I share with people that are maybe hesitant because you can scale down. I mean, this workouts are made for everybody, no matter age and their experience or their fitness level. Um, we can make sure that's modified to fit everybody. And I think that's the best thing about it. You know, it's, it's exciting to see people grow and get stronger and just move better and Oh, and also I do mobility as well. Yes, yes. I, <laughs> Shout out for my mobility. Definitely. The, the queen of mobility. You have to do her class. Trust me, you need it. I need it. I definitely don't have the opportunity to do it. And any chance I get, even after the workout with the cool downs, that's awesome. Just like the other day when I was when I was working out and you just had me do that little smash out on my shoulder in between, you know, the strength and the wad. I feel like it felt a million times better even through the workout. So Awesome. I'm glad. Yes. So she I'll knows be- what she's talking about. <laughs> I, vouch, I vouch for it. Thursday, tomorrow's Thursday, yep. right? Five thirty. <laughs> oh, but you may not hear this. Yeah. <laughs> well, any Thursday, any Thursday, any Thursday <laughs> five, any Thursday, five thirty. Online, yes, online. You can be in the gym or at home. Okay. Yes. So speaking of at home, I I hear that you got quite the setup now at your new home. Yes. Tell me about it. Super stoked. Really legit. I got the yellow wall in Arizona. The yellow nice. walls yeah. made it to Arizona. Yeah, the first one. <laughs> yep. All right. Stoked about it. I have this new floor, black with the yellow speckles. Pretty amazing. Dope. 
I'm sure a lot of people are jealous about it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I, I can't wait to check it out. I'm going out of town this weekend, so I'm planning on trying to. If you're going to be back home on Saturday, will you be doing the Saturday at home? At or? this time, I do not do a Saturday. Okay. Eventually, as we grow, um, which I'm definitely hoping, you know, pushing it and excited about, um, we can hopefully get a Saturday class in there for sure. Dope. Well, next week, I'm checking out the Yellow Wall, oh. the Air, yellow wall in Arizona. I got to see it. I'm excited. Yes. It's pretty cool. I love it. <laughs> so you touched on you touched on your your name and I've said it like 20 times already since the show started Flex I need to know the background behind the the nickname Flex so how did it start <laughs> So the amazing coach that I told you I had um that kind of started it all um, so, of course, you know, you're new in CrossFit, you start recognizing muscles that you never had. Um, so I would just always take pictures flexing uh-huh. and he would just call me flex and it stuck from there. And then ever since then, it's kind of grew on me and I love it. <laughs> that is that is so that is so badass. It's like the perfect nickname for you. And then on top of it, it's just an epic nickname to begin with. So I know. it. Thank you. So and then as, as while we're on the topic of CrossFit. I want to know, I need to know, how did you become the queen of thrusters? Because me personally, I cannot stand that movement out of all the movements in the world. So I don't know, how how does someone end up liking that movement out of all of them? (laughs) I know, isn't it crazy? Thrusters (laughs) of all, I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, thrusters. If you did my um, going away wad, right? It had some thrusters in it. It's some, yeah. My birthday wad has thrusters (laughs) in it. (laughs) You know what it really is, is it's just a full body movement that really is a mental challenge, right? I yeah. think for me is in the workouts that we have, like if it's gonna kick my butt and I'm on the ground, like the intensity is just nuts. I just love those workouts, those grinders. It's just and thrusters I feel like you have to just grind through it. Yeah. You know, That's I just kind of very found, accurate. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta go and grind. I, I think I once I found a rhythm of like in my head of just breathing. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I could be real efficient in this movement. It just kind of stuck and just yeah. kind of pushed through it. And something's probably <laughs> pr- probably pretty cool about being <laughs> being able to do good at what everybody else dreads. You know, you get in there, you're like, <laughs> yes, thrusters are on the wad. Everybody else is like, damn it, I should turn around and go home. <laughs> well, Gage is really well at I mean, he doesn't count. He's, he's really well at everything. everything. <laughs> We're not counting him. Darn Gage. <laughs> but yeah, no, I understand it is like very mental. And it's like you said, if you can, if you can master like the full flow of the workout, like of that movement from, from bottom to top, you can definitely get in a groove, but right. E- yeah. Easier said than done for sure. <laughs> you just gotta sweat through it, I guess. <laughs> pain, get through the pain. So you said in uh, your earlier stages of coaches, you kind of uh, coaching, you kind of branched out. Did you get any, you said you got your CrossFit uh, certification. Did you, did you branch out to anything other than CrossFit as far as the fitness world, nutrition? Yes, I actually, um, I had quite a bit of goals. Um, so once I got my certification, I started wanting to just like grow as a coach. It was just kind of expand my knowledge so I did get my nutrition certification that was a goal like second year of coaching like okay I'm gonna get my nutrition certification in you know a year and I actually did it Um, I have my mobility um, certification oh wow Um, I also have my USAW certification USAW, fill me in. What's the acronym stand for? <laughs> Your USA weightlifting. Oh, damn. Good for you. So I have my certification in that. Am I missing something? Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's quite the resume actually, you already laid out. I'm also in the middle of a certification 
Which uh, one? My um, certified personal trainer. Awesome. So, Good for you. Yeah. yeah, that should be a breeze for you. Yeah, it's kind of a lot of stuff that I know. It's a little different than CrossFit, so I'm learning a lot more. I just feel that if I become a better coach, I'm just going to be able to have my, you know, help my members become better, you know. Definitely. Knowledge is best, right? Yeah, and better coach. I'm not sure if you can become a better coach, but you're obviously still trying, which is awesome. Yeah, you we know, can continuous improvement, right? <laughs> if you sure. ain't getting better, you're getting worse. Um, so outside of the gym, what do you like to do? What's, what's some hobbies? You know what's funny? What flex I think all the CrossFit coaches are on the same like hobby list because we love snowboarding. Joel, Gabby, Ray. All right. So is that like some... Is that That's some, what I hear. Is, is snowboarding seriously. or surfing? Yeah. Is that like yeah. some unwritten rule that if you do CrossFit, you also do <laughs> snowboard? Because I swear it's like everybody. And then Uzi was talking to me in the gym oh, yeah. too. Like, yeah, we got to do a snowboard trip. And I'm like, man, I've, I've never even been <laughs> snowboarding. I, I got to get in on this. So shout out Persistence Cultural Fam. We need to do a snowboarding trip yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. Let's um, do it. I don't know if you guys know this, but I am sponsored. Sponsored what? Oh, I was oh. going to say, good. I was going to say, damn. So this is one of the jokes I always talk about, like, because it's. <laughs> <laughs> you were about to have me. I was like, I broke too early. I should have let you guys believe me. But no, we were sold. I always. It's so funny because I've just recently started probably about four years ago, maybe mm-hmm. um, in the beginning. It was horrible. You know what the worst part was? My first snowboarding trip. These little kids, five year old, <laughs> snowboarding past me while I'm on the ground, looking at me like, What's your problem, lady? Get up, you know? But so, you know, as the years went by, I just got better. And when I got better, I was like, Oh, I'm sponsored, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a sponsor snowboarder. <laughs> What's, or anybody uh, that wants to sponsor me out there. <laughs> What's your favorite place? What's your favorite place to? Uh, where do your sponsors like you to go and ride? Well, you know, Mammoth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been to too many places. Mm-hmm. I have snowboarded in Colorado. Um, went to Loveland, which is a small mountain in Mammoth. I mean, in Colorado, and then Mammoth, of course, is the best. But you know, it's really um, people don't know about is uh, Mount Baldy. Yeah, Mount Baldy. I've heard of it, but <laughs> I've heard of it. And it's, um, I don't know whether to take you serious or not. No, no there, is, there, there is a Mount Baldy. She ain't, she ain't messing with us this time. So I'm horrible at like directions and locations, but it's like in LA. Like It's, it's in, in LA? The mountains. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now maybe she is fucking with us. <laughs> no, I swear. My husband would be embarrassed about this. Um, no, it is. It's on the way. <laughs> it's, it's on the way to the Los way Angeles. <laughs> It's like on, off a baseline somewhere in the mountains. Okay. I swear. There's a Mount Baldy. Look it up. I promise you. It's a really small mountain. So on the way to Los Angeles from Nevada, <laughs> it's somewhere <laughs> in between there. Somewhere between um, Arizona. No, just kidding. It, I promise you. Mount Baldy. Look it up. People that are listening probably know. It's a small mountain. Uh. And no joke. It's one of the mountains I actually started getting comfortable and mm-hmm. really learning really my shredding. moves. Yeah. Learning my moves. So, yeah. so moves. You you got tricks. You jump it. No. You're, you're hitting jumps out there. On I the do slopes little. Or? I do little jumps. When, okay. <laughs> when I talk about little, I'm just like talking like a little. Hey, that's mouth. more than I do. I guarantee, <laughs> if I get on a snowboard, I'm just gonna go down the majority of the slope on my stomach or my back. So yeah, if you if you've never s- snowboarded before, stick to the bunny hill. Well, you just got to be patient. You got to be patient. The first day, you're gonna be like, screw this shit. I'm out of here. <laughs> right. This is work. You're going to be pretty much picking yourself off the ground every time. <laughs> Promise you. But it gets fun. 
Yeah, I've yeah. been I've been skiing when I was younger. So this is I'm oh, talking then like, you know. I'm talking like 14 years ago. Yeah, and the hardest thing for me to figure out was the first time I fell down. How the hell to how get, to up, get up, up off the ground? Because <laughs> like I didn't know how to like activate my proper muscles or something to stand up. I felt like a complete fool, like you said, where there's right. people just <laughs> yes. flying past you. And I feel like I'm like a road hazard. Like when somebody loses something out of the back of their truck bed on the freeway, I'm like, holy shit, yeah. I hope nobody runs my ass over while I'm sitting down here. Right. Well, if you skied before, I think it would be easier. Mike skied Man. when he was little and picked up snowboarding pretty quick. Yeah. 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 He's not as good as me. Maybe I could be like Mike. Damn. (laughs) No sponsors yet. We're still working on Mike's sponsors. He has has no sponsors (laughs) like I do. (laughs) That's awesome. So on the topic of of Mike, when did you guys meet? How, How long have you been together? Oh, my God. We've been together for 16 years. And what's... Wow. Congratulations. That is a long time. What's crazy. And Mama probably knows where this bar... Like, you grew up Uh, in Oxnard? I know every bar. Every every bar. (laughs) (laughs) How old are you? 40... 45. Okay. For, actually, oh, about- 46. I just turned 46. Oh, okay. I'm 43. So we're in the same age group, right? Yeah. So he knows. Yeah. You know, you, Nickelbees, Bombay, oh, yeah, all yeah. that great all stuff. That, yeah. yeah. So 16 years ago, I went to uh, my friend's mom's birthday party. It was, do you remember where the old Blockbuster was? I don't even remember the name of it. It's where Smart and Final is now on Oxnard Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, where uh, Hudson's Grew used yes, to be. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes. So that bar, I don't even think it's there anymore. Um, it was my friend's mom's birthday, and I didn't want to go out that night. She's like, just come. It's my mom's birthday. Your mom's going to be there because they knew each other. Right. And I was like, I guess I'll go. And so I went and just hanging out. And then a group of guys came in, and he came in. <laughs> I hope no one takes this the wrong way. <laughs> but I'm like, ooh, who's that white boy over there? You know, he's with a bunch of, you know, Hispanic <laughs> men, you know. Yep. <laughs> he was the only white guy in the club. Or a bar, whatever it is. Uh-huh. Hat on backward. I was like, oh, right, he looks pretty cute. All and right. I was telling my friend, and she's like, oh, I'll go tell him. So she went up to him and talked to him. And from that point on, he just didn't want to leave my history. site. There you go. <laughs> 16 years later. That is so awesome. Yeah. I want to know how he ended up there. Was he there just to have drinks? With his drinks? friends. Yeah, oh, okay. with his friends. I guess he knew the bartenders. Him and his friends used to go there all the time. So they knew the bartenders. Mike had and the hookup. They had the hookup there. <laughs> Funny story. Okay, so uh, probably a couple weeks ago, a couple weeks before I met him, he was in Vegas because I actually seen him. I didn't know him, but I was in Vegas with some friends. It was a fight that weekend, and um, he was there with some friends. And our friend, my friends knew his friends. You know how right. that goes. Everybody knows everybody yeah. from Oxnard, <laughs> which is a trip. I can't believe how many people know each other in Ventura yeah. County. Yeah. It trips me cra- out. It's crazy. Everybody knows somebody. You would, you would think it's like some yeah. small ass town or something like that. It just trips me out how many people are no, like networked crazy. together. Someone it's always cool. knows somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Are they related or something, yeah. right? So he's going to kill me if I <laughs> tell you guys this story. But so I didn't know him, you know, but we kind of crossed paths. And the girl that was with us was like, <laughs> he's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> He'll get over it. You'll be all right, Mike. So this girl was like, I'm going to. Can I say this on the radio? You can say whatever F- you want. She's like, I'm going to F the shit out of that one right there. Like, <laughs> I was like. And it was, this was in Vegas. This, this was in Vegas. A couple this weeks before, before you yes. met. And it before was you fun, met him. Yes. And I was like, and I remember seeing him with his friends and I was like, it was whatever. You yeah. know, we're girls yeah. out in Vegas uh-huh. and they're guys out in Vegas. So. I remember when I had met him, then that's when I had told him that I was like, yeah, I, re- I remember seeing you with your friend. 
That's Vegas. weird. Yeah, it's it's just, meant to be. Is that weird? It's meant it to be. Weird. That, that, that kind get... of stuff is is to me not coincidence. It's it's all it's all part of yeah. the stars. He's gonna be mad at me, but uh. you won though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was sixteen years. I mean, Mike have been together, for, and we've been married for seven. So it took him a long time to. That's all right. I was with. I was with. I was with. No, I was with Kaylee for you know because I am an angel. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did work for this ring right here. It is quite. But. It's quite a beautiful ring, I might say too. Thank well, you. well done, Mike. But so you guys live in Arizona now. Yes. Did you guys spend the previous fifteen and a half years here in Ventura County? Yeah, I'm born and raised in Ventura County. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What well, parts? So I actually. So I was born in Port Wyneme. Then lived in our Rio. My family has some family in our Rio, but my mom had remarried. We remarried, and then we had start. We lived on the east end of Ventura, so I was in Ventura for a while, and then moved back to our Rio, and then landed in Ventura with Mike. It's just I've been all. <laughs> what about Mike? Is he local? He's, no, he's actually um, from San Gab- San Gabriel Valley. Okay, La Puente. He grew up in the hood too. And how do you end up in <laughs> Ventura <laughs> County? He's military. He was in the Navy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he was in the Navy. He was uh, based out here. And when I met him, he was already out of the military. And he ended up just staying. So, he had good reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a lot of... Uh, uh, I've been doing radio in Ventura County for almost 25 years. And it's funny how we meet a lot of guys who are stationed in at the base. Yeah. And a lot of them end up end up staying behind. Like, you know, they, they don't want to go Leave, back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember when I was when I was stationed in San Diego and my ship came up here. It's like before you go on deploy, deployment overseas, this is like a stop to to load up on on certain certain things that you need on the ship before you go overseas. And so we get a little bit only here for like two days, like one night and two days or something. But I remember coming off the base and just checking out. I think it was like downtown Ventura or something. I was like, right. and this place is pretty dope. And never in a million years would have thought that I would have ended up back here. But then you know, Kaylee's yeah. from here, so that's how I ended up getting back in the Ventura County and it is just really a unique kind of place. Oh yes, definitely. It was very, very hard for me to leave. Uh, that's a touchy. I mean, I'm look how close you are. You're, you, what do you mean leave? You're right here. <laughs> I know. I know. It was hard. It was a very hard decision. Uh, Mike's been wanting to move for quite a while. At least he didn't want to go to Iowa or anything like that. I you know, know? We, we almost moved to Texas. Texas uh, was, and I got was on cold. the list. Yeah, it was. And he actually got a job offer and then they wanted to fly him out there. And I was like, no he's like you got to tell me now like if you're not ready i gotta call them and tell them sorry i can't take the offer you know yeah i got cold feet and i was like nope and then even now with the arizona it took a while yeah but you know but he you know we're settling in yeah and you're here you're close Mm -hmm. and you got the yellow wall out there in arizona already (laughs) so you're good yeah i miss everybody though of course we all we all miss you too but that's why we can see you whenever we want online Online, you know you're only you're only a couple clicks on a on an app away so And my daughter's out here too. She's 24, so she's on her own, which is awesome. awesome. Yeah, she's doing great, which I'm you know happy about. Cool. Are you guys doing like a little pre-Christmas this this week, or is she coming to Arizona? You guys got plans, or um, we're actually going to meet at my sister's in Palmdale. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she'll go out there. I'm going to see her tonight for dinner. All so, right. Yeah. Nice. Be nice. So your sister? Do you have a big? Do you have a big family? A lot of siblings, or? Um. So I have one sister, and then I have a half brother and a half sister. Very so cool. Not, my sister has seven kids, so we do have a now, big family. Yeah. <laughs> so. Seven kids, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, so when we all get together, yes, it's a big family. Cool. <laughs> that is awesome. And uh, do uh, your all your brothers and sisters live in the area still? Yes, yes they live here in Austin. Cool, so you get to see them all when you come into town and yes. stuff still. Mm-hmm. 
Wonderful. Over in Arizona, I know here we just got hit with like another wave of restrictions and lockdowns and things like that. How has that part of living been in Arizona? Is it pretty similar or? No, it's actually been pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> so everything's lax. open. Yes. Yes. Actually, I just went out that Saturday, Saturday night before coming out here. And then I came out here and was like, you can't even go out to breakfast yeah. or, you know. It's actually, it's open. I mean, you have to wear your mask in the restaurant. Um, I think people are a little more, I don't want to say lax because, you know, people respect it, respect, Mm -hmm. you know, wearing their mask, but we're still able to eat in restaurants and. Which is good. Yeah. Which is good because I feel like that. If you want to go out to places, you should be allowed and exercise the social distancing, wear your mask. And if you don't want to be out, then you shouldn't really worry about the people that are out because you won't be out anyways. This is kind of how I always feel. But I understand the compassion that's given to, to everybody. Yeah. So it's kind of that in a way is definitely nice. And I hope they do not go on lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be super sad. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think they will. So how, how have you handled COVID-19? Is there anything that you missed this year? What's been the biggest takeaway from this whole pandemic for you? I didn't have anything like big planned, Mm -hmm. so I don't feel like I've missed anything. I feel to me, I feel like this was kind of a year for me to grow. Um, Personally, I've done a lot of growing in the last month in Arizona. (laughs) I've had a kind of, I don't know if you know, but I, when I left um, Oxnard, I had quit my job that I had for 20 years. So yeah, I do remember that was super hard. I I remember you coaching the day after your last day of work. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, that's like a, it was a big challenge for me. Like that was part of me, my identity. Like I totally raised my daughter, you know, with that job, you know, I was a single mom for before I met Mike and, you know, I had my own place, my car, I worked and, it just kind of grew me as a, you know, as a mom and an adult. So that was super hard. Um, going to Arizona and not having a job was very like freaking out. My husband's amazing. Again, shout out to my, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my sugar daddy. <laughs> you know, he kept telling me we're going to be okay. We're yeah. going to be okay. I'm pretty lucky. You know, he, his job didn't have any effects with COVID. Um, so we were super lucky with that. Um, but me, as the person I am, freaked out, took a job that I hated. I don't know why I did it. Where, in Arizona? Yes. So I you've already had a job in Arizona? I did. I took, because I was, you know, worried. I'm like, I need a paycheck. Yeah. I need a steady <laughs> paycheck. Like, I need to be doing something. And so I took a job. I actually went through the training. It's a great company, but I actually went into the same work that I did when I was out here and I okay. told myself, so I worked in the call center life for 20 years, you know, wow. if anybody knows, you know how it is, it's like you're stuck on the phones all day talking to customers and it gets, you know, it wears on you. Totally. So I did the same thing in Arizona. <laughs> so how long did you do it for? Um, the training was th- four weeks. So my last week of training, it seems like a long training session. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty long. So you, you, you are doing this. You you're you're doing the job or No, you? I quit. Oh. I quit. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Coach I, Flex I quit something. I, I don't believe it. I know. It was very hard for me to quit quit too, because I kept telling myself, okay, I'll wait till next week. And Mike's like, Why are you gonna wait till next <laughs> like week? Like what's yourself. the difference? Yeah. What is it gonna do? Pay you three more days? Like yeah. and that's also a hard part that I went to Arizona, did the same work and got paid 
quite a bit less. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, <laughs> that was like, you know, another whammy. That's the whole thing. I mean, it's all relevant of cost of living to right. where you're at. It's like, yeah, cost of living is higher in California, but typically the wages are too. And I know that's not the, the same case for, for everyone, unfortunately, right. but that all kind of rolls downhill. Like when I visit my, my parents in Indiana, it's like, yeah, everything is dirt cheap, but it's like, yeah, if I move out here, how much money am I going to make? Right. And right. even if I do make good money, what the hell am I going to do with it? I'm going to have to fly thousands of miles to get to where <laughs> I want to go spend it. You know? Yeah. So I, so I just told myself like, I was very unhappy and Mike seen it and I was like, what am I doing? I would talk to myself. I'd get emotional about it. Like sit in the, on the computer in my training crying and you know, I wouldn't tell Mike, but then one day I was just like, I, what, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want to do this job. You know, like I had already in my when I went out to Arizona, my whole goal was like, I'm going to coach like I want to do this full time persistence. We were supposed to, you know, really push the online, mm-hmm. you know, Enrique has been super patient with <laughs> patient with me. Sorry, Enrique. I know I've been a handful the last couple <laughs> months, <laughs> but he's been amazing patient and that's where I'm I feel like I've grown um, I figured out like okay this is what I meant to do I meant to coach and help other people just grow on their journey and, you know finally came to my senses quit really push us online and part of it was we were in an Airbnb for the first two months so I didn't have my stuff so it was a big thing too so once we got into our house Got all our stuff. It was settle like, okay, in a little bit. And, I'm ready yeah. to do this. You know, I don't have a job, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have a job. You know, of course, coaching. Yeah, we're just gonna you know really push this online. So if anybody, well, actually, I wanted to talk to Mambo about this. No. <laughs> get on him because <laughs> he hasn't been to the gym in every podcast I was hearing. I'm gonna be in there. <laughs> you know, after you know my what birthday. Enrique told me is ex- exactly. He always pushes the online stuff on me yeah. because I, I I know it sounds like excuses and I keep sounding <laughs> like a broken record, but uh, I think Enrique understands what I do now because mm-hmm. my day changes like yeah. one day we were supposed to meet on Friday, I believe, and then it turned to Monday and then it turned to uh, today. But again, things yeah. happened. Right. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I definitely want to try the online and, and actually Enrique, we actually went to lunch with uh, my wife and, and Enrique. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's talked my wife into committing too. So, nice, sweet. I so, love it. So my <laughs> wife was talking about the personal training stuff, and mm-hmm. and uh, now when you were talking about the online, I was like, maybe this is something that that you know we both can do uh, For sure. online. Yeah, I would so. love to have you guys online. Yes, yeah, it'd so be fun. I I de- I'll definitely be looking into that because uh, right now this job right here. I mean, you, you know, yes. you, you talked about what you did for what, 20, 20 years, 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. And I know for me, at least it's, it's like, I know what I do for a living. It's a top 40 radio station. I'm the old guy now. So, <laughs> you know, lately I've been thinking like, what, what, what's next for me? Like, what am right. I, I'm going to do? Like I could do the behind the scenes stuff and, you know, start my own stuff. And this is what, what, what is part of it is persistence culture media, uh, partnering so. up with, uh, Enrique for this. I, I keep saying the same thing now to myself. It's like, shit, I keep talking about persistence culture, but I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I got to I got to get commit. my ass to you do gotta it. Commit. Yeah. You got to commit. I mean, you, you really got to make time for yourself. And I get it. You're busy schedule. But just taking that 45 minutes to an hour for you for yourself is going to help you, you know, your health mentally physically all around you yeah know? i agree because I, I i told myself uh when i first started going it's like man i i would make time before but what's changed now right. because 
You still had a busy, busy yeah, my, schedule my then, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's just, it's just, uh, yeah, you're right. And I think you got, and and that's what happens, you know, if you if you kind of take a step back, it's just getting back into the routine. So of course, it probably took you time to get into that routine of going into the gym. You yeah. just got to take that first step and just jump back into it. You know, just commit it, and maybe if yeah. your wife joins. You know, you guys have something to do together. It'd yeah, we're really definitely. Cool. I, I I think she'd definitely be down for the online stuff. She's yeah. just like, uh, you think I'm picky? She's like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like ten times worse worse than me. And she's all like, I'll do it if I have a personal trainer. And I was like, oh, well, maybe the online thing will be something that you know won't won't hit the pocket too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is really like a personal training feel um, for sure. I like I said, it's definitely. Um, Coaching online is, I guess, not harder, but it does take, you know, you got to give it some love and a little more work, you know, because now you got to make that connection through the screen where in person it's a little bit easier, you know, especially um, being hands on with someone, showing them a move or being able to demonstrate it. Yeah. live or even know? feeling the high five from everybody at right. the end or yeah. you know just that connection so now you got to give them that connection you know just as much through right. the screen and i hope i've been doing that you know i'll give you some feedback next week <laughs> yeah. when I jump in there. i'll let you know oh no I'm, I'm gonna get scored um please oh. give me a 10 oh <laughs> I, I i'm pretty sure that's what you'll get but i'll give you honest feedback coach yeah. but what i like about the online thing is how easy it is because to me yes. all you need is your cell everybody's got a damn cell phone now so all you can just jump on super easy on a cell phone like i remember when we went to big bear uh during the summer i was doing an online right. workout in the back of my airbnb and we needed like some weighted thing and there was a propane tank for the grill that was awesome. there so i took that thing <laughs> off and you know i'm doing i'm doing weighted lunges with a propane tank on my chest amazing i love it so, yeah you anywhere you're on vacation yeah. you're traveling for work or you just can't leave you know, the house you know you're you're busy schedule busy mom um i've had some amazing women um and men that have um are currently on online and their moms, you know, they have their kids, which is okay. So one, my friend um, that had joined, she has her little daughter. She's, I think, five. And the other day, there was jump roping and burpees. And her daughter had a little whiteboard because she had bought whiteboards so she could write down the workout. Uh-huh. And so her mom was um, jump roping and she showed me a picture through the screen. And it was a picture of her mom with a jump rope. Oh, like she, oh, that is so cute. It was awesome. And then... There was another little picture she did with her. It was supposed to be her doing a burpee. Uh-huh. It was kind of like at an angle. <laughs> so it was nice. super cute. So things like that was like yeah. they're seeing their parent, you know, do something for themselves, you know, a healthier version of themselves, you know, and that it just, you know, it, it hits me, you know, yeah. near and dear. Like no, that cool. seriously makes me happy. So. Yeah, it's like Brad now. He's like, "Oh, Dad, I'm going to do my class. Get up, squats, squats. <laughs> now, 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 headstands, and he'll flip upside down on the side of the couch like he's going to oh, do handstand pushups. It's like, dude, I'm not doing your class right now. Yeah, that's like Uncle, <laughs> did, Uncle Gage class. is probably giving him the what <laughs> to tell you guys. Yeah, no, truly, this is yeah. what you're going to have them do. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm going to do my class like Uncle Gage. Yeah, yeah, so it's, those it's are cool. the hard ones. <laughs> it's just, it's just cool. You know, I feel like healthy, uh, healthy hobbies to already learn at a. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's amazing. So it's really cool to see that, you know, they're doing it from their home, their living room. Some have garages. So it's I'm super, super excited about growing. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, it can be anywhere. We have people in Miami, um, Chile. Yeah, I was going to say people have been checking it internationally. Yeah. Yeah. So wherever you're at, wherever you're listening at, go ahead, download that Zoom and, and we'll get you in a class for sure. Yeah. 
So going back to uh, staying healthy, um, now it's official. I feel like we've been talking about it forever, and I really wish there was other things to talk about, but there's nothing more compelling than the <laughs> pandemic that's going on in the world. And we've been talking about a vaccine for the last like six months, and now it's finally official. Help has arrived. What do you think? You gonna line? Would you line no, up? I wouldn't. No, I'm not really for the flu shot. And yeah. I heard you guys talk about this last week too. And I feel like I don't know if you guys ever felt it when you went into the doctors, but my doctor was like, "You need the flu shot," and she would like almost threaten you if you didn't take it. And I'm like, Yeah, I felt pressured when I go to the like doctor. Really sometimes. Yeah. pressured. I think they get a kick down though, or something like that. You know, they, it's like commission. It's like when you go into you know. They must Foot Locker and they ask you if you what, what you want to see, you know, because they want their name on a receipt. But, but I was like, I told you no three times. I think that's enough. Like, you don't have to tell them. And, and yeah. I get it. You know, unfortunately, people, yeah. you know, it does affect people. That sucks, though, if your doctor is pressuring you like yeah. that. What's cool about the the doctor, honestly, I'm, I'm bad. I haven't even been to a doctor, but going to, uh, going to my kids' appointments all the time. They go to doctors all the time. And, uh, yeah, our doctor asked, like, so are the kids going to get flu shots this year? And we're like, nah. And he was like, okay. And then just kept on that rolling. That must be nice. So, yeah. yeah. So that's cool to know because there shouldn't be any pressure to it. No, there's. Yeah, my doctor gave me pressure. And actually, my daughter had went in one time and they she felt so guilty. She called me crying because they she they ended up giving it to her because she finally gave in. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's bullshit. And so I had to call and make a complaint. And I was like, you know, that she shouldn't have had to gun through that. Yeah. To me, that's bullshit. And that's what I get worried about this whole vaccine thing, because. With the magnitude of what's going on and all the the controls that are being put in place, I feel like they could easily leverage this thing as something that you need to get. And to me, what I'm most concerned about is, obviously, there's been no long-term studies. And then, (laughs) B, this is the first synthetically made vaccine that's ever been on the market. So there's nothing to even go off of as far as the way that we know how vaccines work, because it's completely different. Right. So I just find it incredibly unnerving that it's been so easily to all right get it out there here you go vaccines i don't know just yeah i, I mean I it think sketches it's just me. kind of i hope the choice. best i hope the best for it like i hope it works i hope the numbers go crashing down but i mean i'm gonna have to really be put into a predicament where i take it because a i'm definitely not gonna go out of my way to get it because i right. think that there's if it is true and it is perfectly fine and there is no long-term effects from it there's many people out there that i think could get it before me that should have it so, yeah, I agree with I you. I think eventually everyone is going to be don't know, required get, to get, take it. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I think for travel, definitely the people okay. who are going to want right. to yeah. do that. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised when we have to renew stuff that we need. Uh, They're going to start asking that shit. Your license. Yeah. You yeah, know, that's true. I actually went, me and Mike went to Bali and we had to get shots. And I think, I guess it depends, right? If you like tuberculosis shots or yeah, what? Yeah, it's usually, so. the, one, it's usually mean, the one they hit you with. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, maybe they make you take. A yeah, I think shot. like TB, I, I think TB shots like last like only like five years or something right. like that. Yeah. But I understand tuberculosis. You get that shit. You're done, man. Like tuberculosis is not like this. Like, I mean, right. that's that's the epic. Not that I'm not downplaying this at all. You know, there's been lots of harm done by it. But I mean, but that that's also a proven vaccine that's been around for <laughs> forever. And it's made the same way that all the other vaccines are made. It just trips me out that this one yeah, made so wait. different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably, probably kick back on that one a little bit. But like like it's, like Mama said, I mean, eventually, though, if they leverage it the right way, I mean, we could sit here and say all we want to say. But I think the key is, and like I said, it's unfortunately it has affected, you know, a no. lot of people out there. But I think the main thing and what 
what we are trying to do as persistence is just, you know, kind of li- live that healthy lifestyle. You know, it's just those little things to take care of yourself is going to help you in the long run. Definitely. For sure. Definitely. You yeah. keep your immune system up by keeping your health up and it all hopefully will play out the right. play out the way it should. To me, it has affected so many people like I keep hearing different stories and different avenues of people that it affected. Like today I read an article about the public transportation industry and how like it's on the verge of being completely gone. And I haven't even thought about like buses and trains and the way that people normally got around for, for work. And then not on top of it, those people that drive the buses and run the trains and work on the equipment and shit. I'm like, man, that is just such an epic impact right there. And I never even really thought about it. It's affecting a lot of people for sure. Yeah. And then if you if you were an essential worker that used that transportation to get to work and then they canceled it. So that was the reasoning behind keeping it going. But then keeping it going has also driven them into like epic bankruptcy. So it's like, man, it's like you're <laughs> kind of screwed however you look at it. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. It is. Yeah, it is. And people are getting passionate about it. Did you guys see that uh, that video that leaked of Tom Cruise? Oh, no. yeah, man. He yeah. went off on yeah. his crew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't see you it. You didn't see that? No, oh, I have not man. seen it. I'll have to so look it up. Yeah, it's, it, he basically, is, is, he's basically went on this tirade about the, about the uh, COVID precautions and not taking them because he's working on Mission Impossible, I think, 7 or I think it's 7. But yeah, and he got caught in one of his uh, not so good Tom Cruise moments, and it yeah. sounded like he was acting. When, yeah, it, it really <laughs> yeah. did. It really did. Yeah. Like, and then that made me think, like, man, you know, maybe Tom Cruise is just a little crazy. What's the one <laughs> yeah, where he's a lawyer? Sure. Uh, is it a few a few good men? Yeah, a few good men. I, yeah. I thought it was a scene from that. Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was going off yeah, on he, him. Yeah. He was he was not fucking around. Tom Cruise is not yes. somebody you want to piss off. I don't he's think. A little crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe he was drinking or something. Was Kanye <laughs> saying that one song? You know, it's just a couple brews. <laughs> but yeah, so. I mean, and that's another industry right there. I mean, AMC, AMC I, I read too, that they're one month away from being officially bankrupt. And I was wow. like, damn. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, and I started thinking about my kids. It's like, that was one of the spots where like when I wanted to go and and be alone and figure out, you know, right. life as a youngster, <laughs> right. you know, that was the one spot you can be like, all right, mom, just get me out of the car and let me go, you know, be on my own. It's like, man, where are these kids going to go like as a public gathering spot? And that's what I hope doesn't change, but it's man. It's, I know it's, it's not not looking good. No, it's not. Hopefully, and with everything going to streaming, and I'm I can't really say anything. I I stream all my shit at home. And that's how yeah. I get all my media at home. But it's like with everything going to that, I mean, it's like man, the movie theaters are really up against the wall. Yes, I actually do. You go to the I movies? Miss, I was just gonna say that I miss going to the movies. Yeah, see? it was you know. It was nice to have a little date night at the movies. Yeah, and, and it was like an easy thing to go do. You right. know, if you're just in a pinch and couldn't be creative or didn't want to go do something big, you know, oh, right. let's just go to the movies. Yeah. And they were getting better. They had all those cush seats, kickback. Yeah. You didn't even Rocking, get... Rocking, falling yeah, asleep. Taking Mike to the movies, he used to get so <laughs> mad at me too. And I'm like, we'd go to the movies uh-huh. and then I would turn and he'd have his eyes closed and I would <laughs> be staring. I don't know how he knew I was staring at him. But I would look at him. He's like, just watch the movie. Don't pay attention to me. And I'm like, well, we didn't come here for you to sleep. I feel your pain, Mike. I always get shit for falling asleep in movies. So I I know where he's coming from. I do it at home too. We're like watching the voice or something. And I turn around and he's like, his eyes are closed and, he must know I'm when I'm staring at him because he like look, turns see, around, looks at me. He can me. see through his eyelids. He, I guess he just feels my, I don't know, my look. And he's just like, gosh, let me sleep. Oh, man. Worry about yourself. I'm like, that is funny. So but yeah, and and then one of the bright spots I was able to, to kind of hear about recently, um, there's a uh, big, big economic problem across the world but venezuela is really going through it and there's this little fishing town did you guys hear the story about all the jewelry that 
washed up on the coast of this oh, town. Wow. No. Yeah, yeah, I like all kinds of uh, yeah, seriously, <laughs> like all kinds of like silver and gold and diamonds. I guess came washing up on the shore, and all the locals at this town of Guaca like went out there and like were scooping it up. And but it's uh, it, wow. and then you read into it, and it's like they're selling it for like pennies on the worth though, just to like get food because that's how bad it's been. I guess uh. it's a huge fishing town, and since nobody's like importing and exporting like they normally do this year, they've been really going through it. And yeah, so I guess. They were saying that it could have come from pirates and something, but of course somebody did like a somebody did a study and and it's from like Europe made within the last like three decades. But yeah, like yeah, like I guess over like six hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry. It's a treasure, bro. Hell yeah, (laughs) Yeah. hell yeah. You know, I'm about to go get my metal detector and take a flight down the Guaco. It's all cheap and see what I can find. We need that kind of treasure at the coast because here we're taking a trip. (laughs) Here you get like like weed boats and and coke boats. Like that's it. You can't do nothing with that. It's all washed. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll take the gold necklace instead. But so, coach, now that you're coaching online and everything's kind of been such an evolution for you in coaching, what's one of the what's one of the main memories that jumps out at you at coaching? Like, what's one of your favorite memories from all your years of coaching? Uh, you know what? I actually, well, it's not part. I mean, I love coaching and just making connections and just seeing, you know, everybody else's successes uh, definitely makes me happy. But you know what I really miss is competitions. I really miss like competing. So what's really awesome before Persistence had an actual, so this is actually a really big memory that I love, is before we actually had a facility, we were still Persistence, right? Mm -hmm. You guys know we worked out in the garage, uh, my garage and Gage's is where it started. And we did a rowing competition at a CrossFit gym. It was a bunch of us that went. It was like 42,000 meters or Jesus. something. It was crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. And then we had, I can't remember how many people were on the team, but we were all there. We we're all in our persistence shirts. We didn't even have a facility yet. We show up and we're like, we show up to win, right? Hell yeah. It was just an amazing feeling to see how people are like, who the heck are these people? Who's persistence <laughs> culture? Yeah, Where do this? they come from? Like, we never even heard of this gym, yeah. you know, and then was we were going and we were getting close to finish. And we noticed people were just like knew that we were like really pulling ahead. And so then it was just kind of back and forth. Yeah. You know, we would go catch up and then, then another team would catch up. There was a team of firefighters, uh-huh. um, which I believe caught us, which is OK. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there are they heroes. Got lucky that day. Yeah. They got, they give it to them. <laughs> Let them slide. But it was really awesome. It was just like. Just kind of goes to show like, you know, we just all came together no matter, you know, what our situation was at that time. You know, we hadn't had the gym yet, but we knew what we were going to become. Right. Something yeah. big and just that's like the first moment yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, so that's cool. actually the first moment for sure. So the first competition that we did without the facility and then we did do another competition as well as a partner one and um me and gabby got first place yeah you know and gabby's like half my age hell <laughs> and, yeah you know i was able to keep up and we won you didn't drag so her down <laughs> you kept her at the top of the podium no like, problem I can't, I can't let my girl down yeah that, <laughs> that is so per- awesome that was pretty amazing that we won first place and then another one that we did which was like a team one as well um and you know gage People, you know, Gage comes into the gym and people are like, oh, like, don't think nothing of it. And then he brings up big weight and they're like, who the heck is this guy? Yeah, he's low key the strongest guy in the (laughs) room for sure. So so that was a pretty cool thing. So just a lot of things at the competition, like just the morale, like, you know, people cheering each other on and just like pushing your teammates. And so that was a really cool moment, too, because Gage, of course, 
one of them was like a clean and jerk and you know he goes up there and he got more weight than probably someone that was in regionals or something yeah. and the owner was like that guy like you know he made a mark there I, it was pretty cool was that the was that the one that was up in like up the grade somewhere yeah. like agora or mm-hmm. simi valley or something yeah, i remember exactly. that one and uh yeah. i had just like there, st- right? yeah, yeah i had just started like crossfit and stuff so that was like the first first like competition i went when i was because i went and watched a few of gauges before i even knew right. what the hell crossfit really was so this was like my first time going and understanding Knowing, yeah. what everybody was doing and how hard all these movements were and things like that and I remember the guy was like, all right, there's enough plates by everybody's bar to do like 355 <laughs> pounds or something. But if you need more, you're a complete badass and let me know. And then I get, and I think Gage used every single plate that was <laughs> yeah. on that floor and cleaned it and could have easily went for more. So oh, yeah, he had all eyes on him yeah. for wow. sure. That was like that was pretty awesome. Yeah, too. Like, that was really cool. Yeah. You know, Gage. Yeah. And I got to do one competition right before the COVID madness struck. And it's like I got and it was fun, you know, and I wasn't doing like RX or anything, but I just got in there and just the the energy in the building is just kind of electric. It makes you feel like you're competing again. You know, you get like I haven't had that kind of buzz since I Mm -hmm. played like organized sports, which is way, way long ago. So, you know, it's really cool to be able to get that kind of adrenaline and that feeling in those competitions. So I feel you there. You know, I've only done one and I miss them. So I'm sure you really miss. Yeah, it's super fun. You don't realize how competitive you are are until you're in it i remember doing my first one and i was like this is just for fun i'm just having fun and then it was my very first one and i was in the middle of i was like i need a win like i'm like now i'm in this to win it yeah this ain't fun no more this is serious it's all business so it was actually i got second place unfortunately oh don't say it all down second place if i ever get second place at a crossfit competition no one's gonna ever hear the end of it but it was like neck and neck and she was of course younger than me so that's one thing i'm very very proud of you know i'm 43 i could still hang with anybody flex (laughs) Um, hang with the young ones still i did i did quite a few garage sessions at at gage's house that's where he broke me into the world of crossfit was in his garage i didn't know that they were using your garage too though Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool so i would do like the evening like sometimes um people that couldn't get into like maybe the earlier classes so i ran classes out of my gym unfortunately we got in trouble a couple times had some letters from the hoa Ah, damn hoas they're always there's always some karen somewhere on an hoa board ready to mess up someone's damn day and they were like I think they're running a gym out of the garage. And, but you know what? We really like running a business or something. Like, I don't know. It's uh, a but, club. All right. But, yeah. <laughs> but we really were only working out like two hours tops. And it was from like 530 to like 730 at the latest. We never were like all day long. But. I don't know. People are just trying to get your fitness on and yeah. just you people know. love their drama flex. You know, they got to yeah, create it. Know. You know, there's not much so. going on in the HOA world other than trying to bust somebody <laughs> running a gym out I of the garage. I know. Yeah, licking their chops or something fit. like that. It was probably Christian's abs that probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or maybe they didn't see Christian's abs. Yeah. Maybe they could have helped or hurt the situation. <laughs> it's tough know. to tell. <laughs> it's tough know. to tell. But yeah, so we were like, maybe we shouldn't drop big weights yeah. in the gym. So. No, it was, it was fun, though. We had a good time. It was a lot of ooh, nitty gritty workouts in that garage. I remember. Well, it's really cool. And I'm glad that you guys went that route because I really feel like it built a strong foundation for this familia that we're all a part of now. Right. And even if nobody was there for those sessions, you can just kind of sense it by like right. the, the humbleness, but also intenseness that the, the gym and the whole company as a whole, not just the gym, but every right. aspect of of our business so many feel. moving parts right now and what's really Seriously. cool is i actually reached out to enrique well when we were talking about the online i was like you know what's really cool is like we started from the garage 
and now I'm back in the garage starting something Epic. new as well. Yeah. I'm like, he's like, that's so badass. Yes. You're like, so it just, it, it excites me. Like I'm super stoked about, you know, like I said, I say stoked. I don't know <laughs> so many <laughs> times I'm stoked, but I'm just very happy. Like I'm passionate about it. I'm excited to grow it. Persistence in Arizona, you hey. know, you <laughs> expand. It's starting. And, That's the yeah. second yellow wall there. <laughs> it's official now. I We're know. crossing state wow. lines. PC and AZ. Yeah. <laughs> crossing state lines. Yeah. All right. So we do something on the show, Flex, where we hit someone with a random question. Every guest gets one and Mambo is going to hit you with your random question of okay. today's show. Sure. No, these questions ain't hard, right? Nah. <laughs> no. You stumped quite a few people. Well, he goes deep, but that's all right, though. Well, it's good. Deep. I just think they overthink it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, this is easy. Okay. We've all been this ask, asked this question when we were young. Okay. But what did you want to be when you were young? Ooh, I like oh. it. I like it. Yeah, good one. What did I? You know what? Oh God, you are stumping people. <laughs> What's the first thing? You know the easy question. Yeah, everybody, everybody uh, has something that they're like, just for whatever reason, it it hits you. Maybe I probably like a teacher. I think I don't. You know, to yeah. be honest, I don't know. But being think a about, coach is kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? I think maybe that's why I'm just so like driven to do this. You know, is. Maybe that's all what I was expected to do. I don't know. You didn't know but about CrossFit yeah, back I didn't know then. About so CrossFit, what type of teacher I was going to be, you know? Yeah. So yeah, maybe, I don't know that you did stump I, me on I that. I think that's perfect. But it's not like I don't want to answer it. <laughs> you answered <laughs> it. Teacher. I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, I'm 43. You can't ask me what I wanted to be when I was <laughs> nine. <laughs> I forget where I put did my you, keys. Yeah. Did you know what you wanted to be when you were young? Yeah. Honestly, when I first was young, the, the typical one, I, 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 wanted to be a marine biologist but i think that was only because i liked the dolphins as a football team i don't really think i knew what a marine biologist but it was but but i think uh the first true like career maybe when i knew what it was was to be an architect and i followed it all the okay. way to the halls of mercer county community college and it died there in the first in the first calculus class so but talking about colleges i don't know if you know this but i actually got accepted to university of arizona so no i'm shit. actually going back to school oh congratulations yes. wow cats all right yeah cool so that's like i said a lot of life changes this last Good for couple you. months you right. know so i'm excited about that so hell yeah that's awesome it's gonna be uh my major goal is to come become a registered dietitian so starting um my bachelor's in science pre-nutrition Hell yeah. So back to school. Good for you. Yeah, Good so for you. I'm, ex I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Oh, you're going to crush just, it. You know, this move has helped me kind of get off my butt and get into gear because I always knew that I wanted to get into, to stay in the fitness industry and the nutrition industry and just kind of help others. And this was my push. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is so cool. And, and change is just, to me, so good for people mentally and physically. And I feel like anytime you could change little things or large things, if oh, you yeah. have the ability to, it always has it always has good results, even if it's really tough to see at, it at is. first. Yeah, so. for sure. Little changes um, go to big changes, I think. You know, transition to big changes. So it's, it's definitely been, if anybody knows, I don't like change. I do now. I think in the beginning, I, hence why I was at a job for 20 years <laughs> that <laughs> I wasn't very happy with. But 
Yeah, nobody's you know? happy with any job. Yeah. It's just it becomes it becomes a job, and that's what you do. Like right. you said, it 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 raised your family, so you can't right. you can't be yeah, too can't, ma- you can't be no, too mad at no, it. No, not at all, not at all. My only my only request is that when you get ready to toss that cap off when you graduate Arizona, I want you to do it in a thruster style. I <laughs> oh, want to see yeah. a thruster motion <laughs> and then launch that thing once you get that degree. Yes, that's deal. what I want to see. Deal, that is sure. so awesome. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited. Cool. Uh, cool. Yeah, I've always I've always kind of rooted for the Wildcats. I don't know. I watch so much college sports that there I have a few handful of teams that for whatever reason I had a liking to when I was growing oh. up. And Arizona was one of those universities that I always thought would be cool to go to. So Perfect. I'll live vicariously <laughs> through you. And nice. that, that's awesome. And I can't wait to uh, see what you do with that degree once you get it. Do you have any any plans? I mean, obviously, Persistence Culture is a great platform to, yeah, to, for sure. to I, use it. but I don't. I just need to cross that bridge first and get through definitely. school. And, you know, Hell yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what it um, the future holds for me, but. Um, I definitely are am positive about what the future holds. Where the where the passion for nutrition come from? Did did is there a is there a special drive behind? I think nutrition? it was just the whole with me uh, making the change, you know, fitness, and then of course just starting to eat right. And then I start as you get into a routine, you start to see change, and then you kind of plateau, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I got I'm plateauing it. right now. Are you? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if it's, I don't is know. Is it the beer that you could talk about? <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely helping my plateau problem that I have going on. But I'm just not that. I'm not. I, I need to dial back in my nutrition yeah. a little bit. But continue. Um, I think it was just that. Like, I knew. I'm like, I have to make some type of change. You know, I want to um, see how I can change my body. So I started playing around with, you know, macros and, mm. you know, changing what I eat and things like that. So I think from there, it just kind of sparked an interest and, you know. Cool. And- so is mac- macros is like the the grams that make up a calorie, right? Or something. Is that, am am yeah, I so correct by thinking that? Macros are like your carbs, fats. Your and proteins, proteins right? yeah. So it's and I always, anytime you know someone's getting into nutrition, and it's not always the path that uh-huh. they need to be on is counting macros because it's a lot of dedication. It is a lot of work, so you have to mentally and be ready to make that change if you're willing to want to count your macros. That's what's yeah. good about the lovely nutritionists and right. all, all the people that have such nutrition knowledge at Persistence right. because. I'm not that dedicated and I don't really want to break it down. And you guys do such a wonderful job right, of amazing. just laying out the foot, the footprint for that because it is a lot. And yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Persistence is amazing. D's awesome. I yeah. got a chance Big to talk to with D. her. Yeah. I got a chance to talk to her. I let her know what, like my, what I was doing and my goal. She's like, you know, very, very excited for me. Told me if I ever needed any help or any questions, she was there for me. So I'm pretty excited. So I know I have someone that, I can kind of lean back to and for some advice if I needed it. Well, that that's great. And I just can't wait to see you keep doing amazing things. And I can't wait to see that badass yellow wall yeah. out in AZ. <laughs> Flex, visit. it's been wonderful having the queen of thrusters on the show. I'm super <laughs> happy that you got to get out here and get to see you in person some more often. And uh, can't wait for Mike to make the next trip, hopefully, and see you guys back in the, uh, in the facility. Yes, for it's, sure. It's always fun coming back to work out with everybody yeah it is it is really cool it's got to be awesome to always be able to have those homecomings over and over again so for sure can't wait to keep being a part of them it's been a great show it's been wonderful getting to know you better and i can't wait to keep doing more classes thank you too thank you mama thank you you, of course (laughs) and uh, if you guys have any questions about uh fitness training online training personal training nutrition uh, give us a follow on Instagram at persistence culture send a dm someone will get back to you and give you all that info uh, thanks for checking out the podcast and keep moving. Woo, 
You're awesome, Flex. That was a great episode. That was good. Seriously. Nice.